Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In-depth. Scandal-ridden Chinese soccer gets in foul trouble again. Written by Qin Jianhang and Kelly Wang. Published in Caixin Global on the 27th of April, 2023. Read to you by Mina Greb. On April 13th, Deputy Director of China's Top Sports Administration, Du Zhaocai, was dismissed from his vice ministerial level position less than two weeks after he was placed under investigation by National Graft Busters. Du, also the party secretary of the Chinese Football Association, CFA, is the highest-ranking administrative official ensnared so far in the country's sweeping corruption crackdown on the sport, which has long been in the spotlight for the wrong reasons ranging from match-fixing and its players' lavish salaries to the men's national team's widely panned playing record. The last time China launched a major anti-corruption clampdown on the sport was in 2009, and it lasted almost three years. In June 2012, three former CFA vice presidents were sentenced to more than 10 years in jail on corruption charges, while dozens of others, including club managers, coaches, players, and referees, were also punished. Ten years later, a bleaker anti-corruption storm cloud is now wafting through the soccer ecosystem. The General Administration of Sports, GAS, the National Sports Supervising Agency warned cadres at all levels must learn from the past with alarm bells ringing at all times during a party meeting this month, while the attending members said they firmly support the central graft-busters decision to investigate Du and vowed full cooperation in dealing with corruption in soccer. People within the industry told Caixin that the investigation this time involves a particularly wide range of teams and players, and that the amount of money involved may exceed the last crackdown, as Chinese football went through a so-called golden dollar era in the last decade. Since last November, at least a dozen people, from high-ranking CFA officials to senior club executives, have been caught up in the clampdown, while persisting scandals, including match-fixing and gambling, continue to plague the football industry as the goal to separate the CFA's powers of both organizing games and supervising them 
has yet to be achieved. Disgraced Soccer Tigers The first shoe to drop was when former head coach of the national men's soccer team, Li Tie, was placed under investigation for suspected serious violations of discipline and law, a common euphemism of corruption, in a one-line statement published by the Provincial Disciplinary Inspection Commission in Hubei on November 26, 2022. Li, a Shenyang native turning 46 in May, helped the Chinese national team qualify for the 2002 World Cup, which remains the team's only appearance in more than six decades. The midfielder, who also played for Everton Football Club and Sheffield United in the English Premier League, started his coaching career in 2012 at major Chinese soccer clubs. He served as head coach of the national men's team for less than two years, resigning in December 2021 amid public questioning of his misuse of players during the 2022 World Cup qualifiers. Following Lee's fall last November, a number of soccer officials and club personnel have also been placed under investigation. The list includes Zhang Lu, Li's former teammate and now Shenzhen Football Club's goalkeeper, and Li Jun, manager of Hebei Football Club, where Li used to coach. Both were taken away by authorities not long after Li, according to sources close to the matter, who wished to stay anonymous. The clampdown reached a high point when CFA President Chen Xuyuan, the organization's first full-time president in its almost 70-year history, was confirmed to be facing a probe by authorities on February 14th. Chen also spearheaded a decommercialization campaign of the professional soccer clubs while serving as president which included restraining spending on players and banning shareholding companies' names appearing in the club titles. In the first three months of this year, disciplinary authorities announced probes into at least six other senior soccer officials, including the CFA's Executive Deputy Secretary General in charge of the National Team Management, Chen Yongliang, the head of the nonprofit's competition department, Wang Song, and its disciplinary committee director, Wang Xiaoping. Tai Xin learned that Shenzhen Club's manager, Ding Yong, and former president of a Hebei football club, Meng Jing, have also been caught up in the corruption probe. Problems persist. The specific charges against the officials and executives have not yet been revealed, but Chinese soccer has long suffered from illegal activities 
including rampant match-fixing and gambling, especially after real estate giants flooded the sport with capital and threw money on talent recruitment, which led to an era with players' annual salaries reaching tens of millions of yuan and even higher transfer fees. A former Chinese Super League CSL club senior executive told Caixin that it has become a business for clubs to fix matches with each other, especially when the teams are facing relegation pressure. In 2015, when Li became head coach of the then Hebei China Fortune Football Club, he led the second-tiered team to gain a place on the Super League with eight consecutive wins. The Fans Association of their rivals from Dalian accused the Hebei team of hiring retired CFA officials and buying off competitors, to which the Hebei club responded that it welcomed an investigation. However, no official update has been made of this case. More recently, a youth soccer match in August 2022 between two under-15 teams in Guangdong drew suspicion of match-fixing after one team scored four goals during the second half of the game, changing the scoreboard from 3-1 to to 3-5. to Four months later, the Provincial Discipline Inspection Commission confirmed foul play during the game and sacked provincial and city-level sports bureau directors for it. Lei has also been accused of collaborating with Wuhan Zhao Football Club, where he was general manager in 2018 and 2019, after he became head coach of the national team, according to a report from Soccer News. Tai Xin learned that the chairman of the Wuhan Club, now named Wuhan Yangtze River Football Club, is also being investigated. Zhang Holdings Company Limited, the club's sponsor and one of China's top 500 enterprises, has not responded to Tsai Xin's questions regarding the case. Gambling is another issue that has been on the radar during both rounds of crackdowns, which includes not only illegal betting in general, but also betting by club insiders, managers, coaches, and players, who then manipulate gameplay to reach a desired outcome. Other common corruption practices involve coaches and referees accepting bribes from players to qualify them to local first-tier or even the national team, accepting kickbacks from transfer agents, and embezzling team sponsorship funds for personal use. During the last anti-corruption cleanup of the sport, more than a decade ago, former CFA Deputy President Nang Yong was found guilty of facilitating the assignment of referees at the request of clubs and making recommendations of foreign coaches for the national team 
upon accepting requests from sports agents, among others. He was sentenced to ten and a half years behind bars in 2012. Separation of Powers Part of the reason that corruption within soccer is so tough to root out lies in the failure to separate the CFA's organizing and supervising powers, a problem that has persisted despite government efforts that first started at the end of the last round of probes. Soccer referee Huang Junjie testified in 2011 that the same people in charge of soccer sports administration also run the soccer associations in China, while in Japan and South Korea, soccer leagues have nothing to do with soccer associations. In 2015, a major soccer reform was launched. China's cabinet, the state council, announced plans to form an independent council to be in charge of organizing and managing professional matches while the CFA would be responsible for supervising the council's policies. The plan also said soccer management bodies would completely decouple from the National Sports Administration and that soccer associations could enjoy autonomy on international organization and financial matters. However, Seasoned industry insiders told Caixin that such separation has not been achieved in reality. Changes were mainly reflected in change of titles, while the personnel and their powers stayed the same. Following the reform, the person in charge of the supposedly independent professional league council, Yu Hongchen, stepped down from his CFA vice president position in December 2015. Four months later, he became the party secretary of CFA's then newly established party committee. In addition, a preparatory committee of a national professional football club federation was set up in the hopes that it would independently manage the Chinese Super League. But two years on, experts still regard the group as a part of the CFA, and even the now-disgraced CFA president, Chen Xuyuan, lamented that the work was much harder than imagined on multiple occasions. In mid-April, China's CSL games kicked off, with many matches tickets sold out quickly as fans were finally able to cheer for their teams at home and away after three COVID-affected seasons. The GAS urgently formed a seven-person team to lead the CFA, which has yet to name a new president to succeed Chen. As the country's graftbusters dig deeper with its latest round of disciplinary inspections, the future of Chinese soccer development is at a crossroads once more.